What's up, everybody? This is the Pro Wrestling Times Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan. This is episode number 24, Kobe. Uh, I'm joined by a uh, recurring guest, uh, Travis. So hey. Hey, what's up, guys? And uh, my homie, and also host of the party, uh, John. Yo, 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 yo. And uh, let's start right off with that Miz Cashin. We have a new champ, guys. Wow. We're going to get Miz versus Bad Bunny. You guys excited? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Travis. Start with you first because you got here for the end of the show. I mean, I love the Miz Cashin. I think that was a that was couldn't have been better timing. I thought it was going to lead to like Lashley, but I should have paid attention to the. Um... I'm. I mean, I'll give WWE story credit for once in that. They set up the fact that Lashley had to get back. He had something to prove, and so did the Miz. And he had something that he needed to 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 prove. And so cashing in on uh, uh, McIntyre, I mean, that was perfect. John, um, what a way to end the show and kick off the partnership. I know with the Peacock. Um, this is this is a grander way to fucking make shit happen. Sorry for all the cussing, but honestly, no, awesome, awesome, awesome. I love to see the Miz carry some gold, but now that higher ranking gold. Um, I know Miz is going to do good things. Um, the, a part of me really wants him to bring back the Spinner M, but <laughs> just saying because <laughs> I don't want him to dis- desecrate what we have right now. But I would not be opposed to him bringing that back for a minute. Just for a minute. I'll Maybe do you one better. Let him bring back the Hate Me Now video package. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or the 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 awesome. Oh, oh the inflatable. The inflatable. Oh, so does this mean we're getting Alex Riley? Oh, hey, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know what you mean, though, is that it, it does seem kind of weird seeing The Miz hold the same championship, the same design that AJ Styles held. Jinder Mahal held. Yes. Brock. I mean, Brock held. Roman. Seth. Roman. Yeah. I, all those guys. I mean, that's the WWE Even Championship Rock. right there. And uh, to see it on The Miz, it's exciting. I mean, yeah, it's 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 very cool. I like it. But just the, the look of it, yeah, I, I do know what you mean. Yeah. I, I just want him to do something for him and make it his own. I mean, for crying out loud, they gave Stone Cold his own replica of his... Smoking skull, smoking so skull. Might as well. The, the Rock got the Brahma Bowl. Yep. Well, we also don't know too. With like Monday Night Raw, maybe they're doing it for ratings pop and trying to get like um, a title match, and then they'll just immediately put it back on Drew again. Yeah, or someone else. Totally. Yeah, yeah I can see them doing that. I mean, it's not like we haven't seen that before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with uh, hot potato. Yeah. But it's just crazy, man. I thought like with that elimination chamber ending. Uh, I should have known better that there would have been a cash-in. Uh, no Alexa Bliss, no Fiend. I thought that was a given, even with like Randy Orton. But there was one spot I missed, and you guys probably helped me fill it in. Um, Omos? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yep. Yep. And hey, he did something with AJ Styles? He broke him out, man. Yeah, he broke him out, and interference all the way, but as long as they let it... I was shocked to see them let it go as long as they did, because... In the past, they've always kicked out the managers, and they've never really accompanied them, but you kind of expected to see something like that. And the dead giveaway, obviously, and and I know I'm skipping here, but when they leave that pot open, you know something's going to happen. It's just they they never focus on that. They focus right back into the match, and so, yeah. 
Yeah, oh, they yeah. kicked out uh, Sami Zayn's documentary crew right when it started. Right when he <laughs> yeah. got in his pod, they like yeah. The split. But they're not they're not gonna <laughs> kick out almost like that. Just weird, weird. Yeah, it felt weird. I mean, it was like an Akon video. It was like AJ was just locked up, almost let him out. <laughs> it, he peeled that thing off like it was a fucking banana peel. <laughs> I mean, if you watch that clip, he peels that back like it's yeah. just a laminate. It's like yeah. it's a freaking fruit roll up. <laughs> Literally, dude. He he peels him off. AJ gets out. He has a little one on one with uh, uh, Randy Orton. On the ramp, uh, AJ steps aside and lets Randy go down the go down the ramp, and then AJ goes in straight ahead. He tries to pin. I think it was Hardy, yep. Jeff, Jeff Hardy at first. One two kicks out. He goes for who is the other guy in there? Um, well, Kofi. There was Kofi. 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 And then uh, he he tried to pin Kofi. One two. He goes back to Jeff. One two. And so he kind of he he's like exasperated at that point. I mean, yeah, he got out for nothing. Yeah, yeah. I totally thought there would be shenanigans, but it totally came at the end with uh, Lashley, and then the Miz cashing, and now we have like a new champion. Oh man, it's insane. This is this is something new, something totally unexpected. I did not it, expect them to pull the trigger for does this feel any like, of this. Does this feel like the weirdest WrestleMania road to WrestleMania for you guys, or not really? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute since I... for like four months straight. Yeah, usually they have they build they build that storyline with the champ and you know he he has a good storyline for the last maybe ten years. I mean you know build 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 and then they finally do this, which is cool because my guess, my wildest guess, is that this has got Bruce Pritchard written all over it and. If 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 this ever falls in the hands of Conrad Thompson, I have a feeling Conrad had a little whisper in his ear, if you will, because <laughs> we all want to see something, and it it's definitely refreshing to see something like this because we're still in shock, man. Like the yeah. Miz is the champ. That's like, what I was like, I was what like, the, the hell, hell is going on? At the beginning of the show like, at all? This is just crazy. I mean, I was popping like Road Warrior popping for that one. That was just insane. I wouldn't have used the weirdest like Road to WrestleMania, but I think of in the time that I've gotten back super heavily into wrestling, uh, I genuinely don't know where this is going to go. Like any of these storylines, uh, I I hate to skip ahead, but like Edge versus Reigns, uh, we got uh, this whole new championship with The Miz, we maybe got... Uh, McIntyre challenging the Miz for his his former championship, I don't know, at Mania, but it's like I don't know where this is going to lead up to next. Yeah. I mean, there there have been major players who have kind of fallen back and there have been unexpected people on the roster who have stepped up in a big big way and it I I just don't know where it's going to go. It's just so like- Okay. No, um, I was going to say, well, do you think it might be because the ratings has dropped so much for Raw? Yeah. I mean, SmackDown had the greatest ratings this past Friday night in a super long time. And I, I'm i just speculating, but that that's my wildest guess right now. Yeah, just times are changing. And it's going to be so wild because it's going to... This probably will be the first WrestleMania without Brock since like ten years ago. Ooh, 
Boo. Yeah. Crazy. He's so dreamy. He's my man. Sorry. <laughs> Since 2012? Yeah, because he debuted after um, the uh, Mania in Miami. Yeah. And then probably uh, first WrestleMania without John Cena. Yeah, that's just so weird. And Taker. Yeah, well, I'll never doubt Taker will come back. Yeah. Like, I thought he retired, like, when he put his, like, gloves and shit in the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. and made everyone cry. It. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there, was, there was one. What Saudi was it? Cash. Was it 11? Oh. 11 that he wasn't at? Or no? Uh, 2000, for sure. 2000, that's right. Yeah. That's where he. That's the one he wasn't at. So, I mean, he's, he's long overdue for a break, obviously. But... That break should stay permanent. Permanent, <laughs> permanent, permanent. He has nothing to prove. Nothing. Uh, although I think uh, uh, WWE definitely dropped the ball with like Undertaker's retirement and just. I know they had to do it at uh, Summer or Survivor Series. Survivor yeah. Series, yeah, not SummerSlam. Survivor Series, but I know they had to do it there on the date, and it was it had a lot of significance to it, but. The fact that there was nobody there, yeah. and the, I know they brought in a lot of talent, and I know they brought in Kane, and they brought in uh, Triple H. They, I mean, they brought in a lot of people, but it just didn't have any weight to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I need the fans for the juice, like Taker's retirement, Roman Reigns finally turning heel, yeah. Bad Bunny's debut. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bad Bunny. Can, can I just say that this WrestleMania, 30,000 people uh, have been, I mean, that's the goal is 30,000 at, uh, at Tampa. That's insane to me. My I mean, best bet was like Vince saw like, okay, how much people were at the Super Bowl? He's like, I want at least five to ten thousand more so i i read a thing that um that the daytona 500 was one of the the or like a nascar event was one of the big things that they compared it to because they had thirty thousand capped and they had zero uh covid cases traced to that event and so they thought thirty thousand is like a safe bet to where we could put them in this climate, in this place, and be safe. The safest uh, place ever, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Holy shit. <laughs> Let's uh, start with the pre-show. For once, I was actually here for a pre-show, but uh, what's his name? John Morrison beat Mustafa Ali, who I totally thought was going to win. Like, how do you not have three dudes? Two of them, they're pretty freaking huge, and not get a spot in the main show. <clears throat> also beat Ricochet. Um, R.I.P. I miss seeing him a lot. Ugh, <laughs> and then also get to my boy Elias. Yep, Samson. I love Elias Samson. Samson. Yeah, <laughs> that man. I'll say this, man. It was pretty neat watching him walk down the ramp and singing to his own song like Honky Tonk Man. And it just—it was like, wow, dude, this is really cool. I just. I, if they don't act on it in the next year, they're gonna miss that boat for him. That dude has his own uh, it, like musical gimmick. He has his own album. He ha- he's like an established. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's like a fucking Jimi Hendrix or a, <laughs> a, a Bob Dylan on the guitar, but I mean, he can hold his own. And they have that uh, the technology with that 4K shots with them coming down the ramp. Mm-hmm. That is money. Mm-hmm. I cannot see how they don't cash in on this. Because I think he's overdue. I love Elias. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, get some gold around him soon, soon, because I have a feeling, you know, it's just going to be one of those guys that get, he's going to be mid-card guy for, for life, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right, we have Elias. You know, he's going to be one of the guys that are going to be sitting at home collecting a check. And then next thing you know, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. The JTG gig. Yep, absolutely. Uh, writer, <laughs> you know, like it's just ridiculous. And I think that's kind of too bad because when you see him in ring, he can hold his own. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, he's not a joke. Yeah. I mean, he's not a gimmick just behind the guitar. I mean, he can hold his own. Hold his own. Yeah. He can definitely tell a story in the ring. I like it. I really appreciate the guy and getting to see him live. It's, it's something else. And, you know, if you get the opportunity, of course, once all this crap goes away, but check him out. Hopefully good things for him. Yeah. I had a couple other thoughts, too. One of them was one I saw on, like, wrestling Twitter. Do you guys prefer the old chamber compared to the new one? I know the new one's safer, but <sighs> the design of the old chamber. Uh, old. I, old, man, straight up. Like, it takes away from the match. You know, I know that they you know, get hurt and they kind of... But who cares? It's just their body. It's, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, come on, dude. Like, it just takes away from everything and the nostalgic of the... the everything that could possibly happen, the greats, you know, now it's just so... Uh, safe. Safe and kid-friendly. The kid LED friendly boards the, or the like, LED, like, pillars or whatever. And then I know why they wanted it, like, taller so, like, people could jump off of it because I remember RVD did, did, like, a... Like Crouch Frog Splash, where you like crush mm-hmm. Triple H's trachea. Yeah. And then you look at that spot with almost or whatever, and he peels that thing back like it's one millimeter thick. Like, I mean, he could, it's like the the, the huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. Like, yeah. That's the yeah. fucking straw house right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it, it's just, yeah, I don't know, man. I know they paint the, the, um, the chains with this rubber. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. I would assume so, because they probably rub- do that with the sledgehammer yeah, too, Yeah, because right? if, you, if you think about it, when you're hitting a chair, and that really has no give, yeah. but they have that, just like they do with the, the um, ladders. The ladders. Yep. They put that okay. rubber, the rubber spray on it, yeah, yeah. Okay. and they make it look like legit, and it, that's what they do with these chains, so it's just gotten more like a, a little fun playhouse, if anything, you know, the next thing you know, McDonald's is going to invest them or something. I don't know. I'm <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Um, another thought I had was um, with the roster so huge and, like, stacked and there's so much talent. Like, the they have, like, the most talent ever collected. Do you guys think they should just go back to split-branded pay-per-views? I know they did do it from, like, 2016 and 17, but then they abolished it. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Because yes. it gives everyone a spotlight. Oh, yeah, It gives absolutely. everyone a spot. I remember watching uh, raw pay-per-views and seeing like the B team, seeing Curtis Axel out there, who would never in a million years who have gotten the spotlight to have a tag team run mm-hmm. on a on a on a pay-per-view. I mean, in main event status, he got his spotlight. Uh, Bo Dallas, right there. I think of Baron Corbin. I think of Elias. I think of guys like Shinsuke. I think of guys like Sami Zayn. Who they all got their time to shine with those split branded pay per views. Absolutely, I, I can tell you this. This right here is the very first SmackDown, and what I'm pointing at right now is the Vengeance pay per view. Denver. That right there was the culminating moment for split brand. Go back and check out 2003 Vengeance if you get an opportunity. Look how stiff those matches were. Every single one, and the presentation of the United States title. Come on, man! Like 
these guys from the greatest uh, wrestling team and uh, fucking Kidman and Mysterio getting their moment to shine. Mid-card guys that just got pushed in the back seat. But here they are featured on a freaking pay-per-view sole owned by SmackDown. So they should go back to split brand. That's just my opinion. Agreed. Yeah, okay. Then our opener was the first Elimination Chamber winner getting a chance at Roman Reigns. Uh, Daniel Bryan beat Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, Cesaro, King Corbin, and Sami Zayn. Uh, John, I'll let you go because Travis wasn't here for this. Uh, Six swings for Cesaro. What's going on, man? Um, The production just bothers me, dude. There's just so much to be said about this match. The the thing that kills me the most, and we talked about this during the the show, but the, the goofy, you know, back and forth with the camera shots, like, we're going to get into this punching bullshit of back and forth with the camera shots and, and you know, uh, gosh, what is his name again? I just said him earlier. Kevin um, Dunn? Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Kevin Dunn. That's what That's I was going to sh- say. My note was like Vince is 75 and Kevin Dunn is, um, I almost said Kevin Durant because <laughs> I put <laughs> in my notes, but Kevin Dunn's 59 and like these guys legit tried to pitch the product to the Emmys. I was like, you're not gonna win it in editing or production. No. The way there's oh, constant. No. I hate to ruin it for people, but like, uh, I, I had it ruined it for me because like when I started noticing camera cuts, I was like, oh, this shit's unwatchable. Yeah, I, like, I, but I love wrestling so much, but. Oh uh, man, I just uh, the camera cut away. Like they missed so many freaking spots in this show. Then they go back and show the replay, and then it's like, but. We know what happened. Why are you trying to, you know, cover up what you already fucked up? There's... I think it's two crucial Royal Rumble moments, and you were there for edges, but That's on TV, what I was they just missed gonna it. Say, yep. uh, him coming into the into the Rumble, being there in person, I obviously couldn't hear the the commentary, but the absolute fucking emotion in mm. that building, you knew what was going to happen. He was going to hit the ropes. He was going to spear. In the fact that I got to see it in person, and I'm, you know, 200 feet away. I want to go home and I want to see that on TV. And when it comes time to that moment, there's not, it's a crowd shot. Yeah. It's some dude fucking celebrating and just throwing his hands up. They missed the shot. In the fact that there are so many moments, and I, uh, uh, shout out to Matthew on Botchamania, on this last episode, he got to the point where at Royal Rumble 2021, uh, the double spear that he and I think Christian hit, mm-hmm. they missed that. Mm-hmm. They fucking missed it. Yep, they sure did. Yep, I did see that episode. Um, Piggy, the, go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say, as a, as a guy who knows film and has gone to school for film... And who, you know, knows a thing or two about editing. This is insufferable. Like, this is unwatchable. Like, Nickelodeon and Disney have better production. Oh, without question. I've seen, I've seen, I I don't mean anything facetious about this. Genuinely, uh, better production values and, like, safety informational videos... I mean, the fact that every punch, every kick, every sneeze, every blink has its own camera angle. It's disorienting. It's it's unwatchable at oh, yeah. points. No, I, I agree. Um, 
you would think with a corporation now that they are and a juggernaut at that should have the top notch and not miss. I mean, come on, guys. We all know it's scripted and we all know what's going to happen to a degree. But honestly, they should not be missing these shots whatsoever. And they have nothing but a sound studio to fucking clear that back up. I get with this Alexa Bliss bullshit that they're pulling cameras in and out on Monday Night Raw, and then they try to do it at Rumble. <laughs> Thank God they didn't do that. I would have been pissed. Um, but, you know, it, it's not going to hurt them if they go back to old school. Go hard cam, couple cameras, couple guys. They got away with it for how long, and now they're just doing these fabulous, great shots that they can pull off. That's great. I don't really want to see the back knee on a fucking cane but I mean it happens hey that's mare cane (laughs) (laughs) I get the high death but I mean come on dude these are some fucking money shots that they should never ever miss I mean wow dude Dick Embersall Dick Embersall did Saturday night forever in a day and let me tell you what that man cared about the business and put so much into his art and craft that you never heard and saw a bad shot with the allotted time, and that was live. The backstage part, yeah, I get, but really live. I mean, it speaks so so much so that during the Mega Maniacs, or uh, yeah, it was uh, Hogan and Sa- Savage. Yep. You know, hey man, what's my line? Whoops! <laughs> wait, wait, wait! <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're not supposed to be talking about it like that. But I mean, <laughs> that's real deal shit. We didn't have this fucking other. I don't know. I'm so just scripted. going on. Yeah. There's a reason why John Moxley made it personal that he calls it unscripted with everything he uh, like does in his merch. Uh, the, the only thing I can think of is I, I remember talking to Rich at uh, the Rumble, and we were talking about the W or the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the cinematography and the shots that they get, and it's Dude, absolute ma- storytelling. Yeah. You, you could be a de- you could be deaf yeah. and you could watch purely on visual what's going on those those cues and you could understand everything about that match. The storytelling is within the camera work. Yeah. And as far as like a cinema- or cinematography shot, I think this is either two or three years ago, but there was a match between um Okada and um what's his name? Uh, Minoru Suzuki and they're like outdoors in the rain. Yeah. And that just looked the, beautiful. The hard cam like zoom, fucking Tekken or something. <laughs> it, it's it's un, it's unreal. Yeah. And the thing is that that being to a, a New Japan match and a, a WWE pay per view, the New Japan had a quarter of the crowd that uh, WWE had, but they sold it so well and they made it look so goddamn good on the camera. Mm-hmm. You would have never known that. Yeah. The way they sell it and the the camera angles and the storytelling, I I mean, it it's kind of it it's what it's about. They yeah. had this old video too, like a fan took it, but I think it was um, uh yeah, it was Seth Rollins. He was hitting Drew McIntyre with a chair, and like they're on the front aisleway or whatever, and then the cameraman was going up with the chair and down, Ugh. up and down, up and down. And it, like, it's just disorienting. Ugh. Yeah. It's just not good. No. That was my only complaint about the production, but I thought it was a good chamber match. Uh, they worked uh, Brian's leg. Uh, it turned out like really good. And um, immediately after, the head of the table, Universal Champion Roman Reigns, came out, uh, beat Brian in quick fashion. 
immediately after that, the Royal Rumble winner, Edge, came out and uh, speared Roman. And it's basically on for WrestleMania 37. So you guys want to give a little prediction? Wow. Um, I'll say this. It, it's going to be neat to see Edge as, if hopefully they pull the trigger on this one, to see Edge as the new WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. Title so, he's never won too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. New gold and there's a new peg in his, you know, uh, accolades. And it, it will be nice. It will be nice to see him kind of rock that given his age. So one he, last, one last, one last go around. Doing a quick work on the Google, uh, so he'd be a twelve-time champion if he wins. Nice. Okay. What about you, Travis? You're there for his return. Do you hope he fulfills it and wins something he never lost? I uh, I was actually hoping to hear your opinion. Um, I think Roman's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody stopping this reign. It's just too perfect right now. Yeah, I mean, I came in at kind of the tail end of it, uh, right when Edge hit the spear, yeah. pointed at the sign. That's right when I walked in the front door. Yeah. Um, I to be honest, I don't see Reigns losing that. He's too good of a heel. He's having a really, really, really good run. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from the the uh, the handcuffs, the handcuff <laughs> botch. I mean, when I think of Roman Reigns, to be honest. One of my first thoughts is to that botch. <laughs> I can't outlive that. No. Like that like that's unforgivable. No. And I haven't watched that back, so I don't know if they edited that down or mm, if they No, I think they kept it. They um, kept it? Yeah, because Botchamania exposed it like none other, man. Like Well, I saw it on Botchamania, <laughs> but I but I thought maybe just for all saving face. For, no, like, no, there's no way. They I think you know, they've been more than exposed on it, you know. Um, they're just going to have to run with it, you know. Uh, there's certain things, as long as it didn't involve nudity and, you know, the board doesn't, you know, object to it. I mean, it's just going to be egg on the face. What can you do? Which really, really sucks. Yeah, especially on that scale. Like, and especially that obvious. I mean, that's... All of us were in the same room, including, you know other friends and i mean we all just sat there in awe like what is going on i uh, i like had a birthday by the time paul Heyman came <laughs> yeah. out and unlocked those goddamn handcuffs <laughs> it was, it was an eternity <laughs> yeah. what what was his story he got nut shotted or something like um yeah the first ref got knocked into the the scaffolding cool. Yep, he got pulled, and then the next one after seven just stopped. Yeah, or... looked around. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, that's un- <laughs> unacceptable. Unacceptable. I mean, wow, wow. Um, continuing with the trend of new champions, we have a new United States champion, <clears throat> and his name is Riddle. That's awesome, Travis. I'll let you talk about this. He beat John Morrison, who qualified uh, to get into the match on the pre-show, and then. Um, Taking the championship from one Robert Lashley. Bro. <laughs> I love it. He came out in the evil Knievel, red, white, and nice. blue. And from that point, I should have just seen it that he was walking away with the red, white, and blue championship. Sometimes the gear could give it away. Oh, the gear yeah. or the entrance? I 
I I love uh, Matt Riddle. I, he's always been one of my favorites. I loved I loved him in NXT. Um, I think he he has a lot of promise, and I'm very 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 excited to see him hold a belt. So you hope we say Goldberg versus him at Mania. Whoa, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not your bro. <laughs> I'm not your bro. I would have been. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> I could have been. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that the, whole situation. The funniest thing about that is that Goldberg thinks that he's the toughest man. And in reality, <laughs> it, that, I mean... I hate to break it to you, Bill. That's not the case, man. Yeah, I know, totally. Like, I remember um, there was a story where he got in a fight with Jericho, and Jericho just headlocked him. Yes. Yeah. But yes. in case this ever breaks big, Bill, I'm your friend. I'm just, I like the line. <laughs> i tell you what, Dollar Bill, um, I flipped you off live in Denver, Colorado at a Monday Night Raw, sitting second row. You saw me, and you didn't like it. Oh, that was during the then, of terror. Triple then H. I did it again. Shortly oh. later, when they came back in the same arena at the Pepsi Center Arena in 2016. Oh, that's when he returned. Yeah, and I flipped you off again, buddy. I ain't afraid of you. His I'm, name's Johnny Galdi. He that's right. Him. That's right. <laughs> Come and get me, Dollar Bill. I'll tell you this much right now. I had your foam finger when I was a kid. I saw you in Billings, Montana. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 well, it was the Metro at that yeah, time, Yeah, it was right? Nitro. Yeah, it was Nitro. Yeah, I was there, too. Uh, yeah, Monday Night Nitro, but it was at the Metro, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you what, man. If you think I'm next, <laughs> dude, you got another thing coming, man. <laughs> and that man's name is Travis Laird. <laughs> he works at. <laughs> but, um... No, I'm super happy for Riddle. I think it's just awesome to see new people win titles. It's just you get a certain feel with excitement. Oh man, Title you could tell it. You could tell it. Oh man, it, it's just it's one of those moments. And when you when you least expect it, because look at it. I mean, the Hurt Biz is on a roll, and you honestly, I mean, we are so close to WrestleMania. Why would you want to change in midstream the the fact that they have really essentially all the gold right now? Now they don't, but still, you just change that. It's it's refreshing. It's like, whoa, this can happen, and it did. And to see Matt Riddle get some gold, this is phenomenal, man. I love oh, yeah. it. I absolutely love oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's why I asked, do you think that it'll be like a, an MVP versus a Bobby Lashley a handicap match maybe at Rumble? God, yeah, I could see that. I, I like that. I like that. Well, he's kind of bent. Was he? Is he kayfabe in that? Like a four on one, maybe. Uh, maybe or like a two on one. Riddle will get some boys from NXT: Keith Lee, Damian Priest. Well, I was thinking that with Riddle, he runs his mouth out. He runs his mouth off uh, backstage. Gets gets his, gets himself into trouble. Mm-hmm. And I mean, from there, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I could see that. But but in that time, a month a month from now, mm-hmm. MVP comes back. You know, he got Lashley on the hunt. Yeah, that's if oh Brocky doesn't come back. 
I'm just saying. I'm hopeful. That's going to be wild. I, I'm so hopeful on that. If anything, I hope he comes back to take on Lashley. It's, this is it. I mean, I've honestly. I've been waiting for this. Like, this is it since no, we're on Yeah, all Lashley the way back right to now. like 2007, like Lashley like basically did his like uh, jump in the ring move and they gave him the Brock Pyro. Oh, dude. Mm. So it's, it's okay. So I've seen both live and in comparison, like imagine it. BL versus BL. Entrance versus entrance. Fucking the structure of these two, these these monsters going in there, and yeah, MVP it's gonna, and Hammond talking shit to each other. Oh, dude, it's gonna be if they do this. Oh man, if they do this right, if they do this right, man, this would be the year to do it. You know, you have two days of mania. You have the biggest sell ever. Why not sell that match? That that alone will put butts in the seats. Yeah, subscribers. Yeah, uh, probably like three words. Never underestimate Vince McMahon. No, <laughs> no. Uh, that's four words actually. I, 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 that's <laughs> that's honestly, man. I got I got my dream match once upon a time, which was Hogan and Rock. I got it. I wanted to see something of the sort, and I finally did. This is my ultimate dream match. I've always wanted to see these two, and they just keep missing each other, and they keep missing each other, and I'm like. You know, Father Time ain't gonna stop just cause, and neither one of them are spring chicken. I mean, yeah, they're greatly built, but they're gonna get there, and it's like, uh, now's the time to do it. If you want to talk about build, um, uh, my ex when we went to WWE and we saw Bobby Lashley second row, she said that she was that uh, Lashley was the single biggest person that she had ever seen in her entire life. And that's no joke. Bobby Lashley is a fucking beast. Yeah, he is. I mean, he he's is, got razor sharp hands because he freaking lifts he so lifts. much. I mean, I've it, given him fives tons of times, and I'm like, whoa, dude! Like, wow, man, that was like razor. An ex Army Ranger. You want to talk about legit toughness? Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's got the size, he's been in the business for years and years and years. I. Uh, I want to say hanging back, you know, in the crowd. I mean, he's had pushes, but I feel like his time is coming, and it's 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 coming to a boiling point. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, he ain't got too much too much in the tank left after this. I mean, he, they. I hope they do it. I really hope they do it. That's just wishful thinking, though. Yeah, uh, stopping that trend of new champions. We had the women's tag titles: Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and her whole. Retain over uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Sasha Banks. I totally thought Sasha and Bianca would win because, like, I had it in my mind that they would take on Dakota uh, Kai and Raquel Gonzalez because that would have been so much of a better match. But I guess because they did have Shayna and Nia come on NXT, so I guess that's built to that. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Shout out MSK and Beth Phoenix for eating popcorn. <laughs> That's cool. Do we get to uh, acknowledge the the fault in the match? Oh, let's what, do what it. all came down to. Reggie. <laughs> God oh, damn it, Reggie! Reggie, <laughs> Reggie what are you doing, man? Reginald, what are you doing, man? Kick what's rocks. Uh, connoisseur, or something Cicliere. No, he's. What, it doesn't name? matter what his <laughs> name is. Yeah, like, exactly. It doesn't matter what his name <laughs> no. is. He has no business even Sommelier. being. Sommelier, that's his name. Yeah. Sommelier. He knows about the wine. <laughs> yeah. He knows about the wrestling. Oh, he doesn't man. know shit about wrestling. <sighs> Do you co- think, would you say that that might be a little bit of Pat Patterson 
touch, touch, touch right there. I mean, a little zest. Yeah, yeah, A little yeah. zest, yeah, a sprinkle, pat. Sprinkle of the pat there. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that is. And they're like, you know, Bruce, if Bruce... This is how Bruce is right now. He's so he, he's so out of it. He, he, we're barely lucky to get a, a few, you know, something to wrestle with in the in the can. But he'll sign off on it if Pat signed off on it. So, and he ain't gonna go against Pat if Pat, you know, said, "All right, this is where I envision this." They're gonna keep it. They're gonna keep it. And it's just it's there's some there's some storylines out there that I can just see Pat, and I'm like. Oh, Okay. I I don't mean to derail, but how alarming is that that the state of wrestling is within the span of someone remembering between a six and a nine month time span? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the state of wrestling. A good There's idea no term built. A good idea or a bad idea is built on one person mm-hmm. and I mean, their personality. It's up to them. Well, and look at it like this. It, it, ha- it, it You can see the WCW when they were at their all-time high from 96 till 99 with the NWO. And then, yeah, that got like way out of hand. Maybe wheels were falling off the tracks by mid-98. I would say maybe about May. Um, but either way, look how cynical the business is. And they just... Chop, chop, chop. What's the next thing? What's going to keep them going? What's going to keep them on the channel? And I've heard JR, I've heard um, Eric Bischoff say this time in and time out, you know, controversy creates cash. Well, you know, it is so true. Like what's going to put butts in the seats every eight inches? Here you go. And because of the pandemic, yes, we all get it. But seriously, what will keep them coming? What will keep those ratings? What will keep them tuned in and... Here we go. Bring it back. Ms. Cashin is a champion. We'll see where it goes from here. Absolutely. I've been trying to like uh, be better as a host, but like I try to do my own way of formatting because so many other podcasts, like I added another fucking wrestling podcast to the ether <laughs> of wrestling podcasts. Nice. But um, one thing I always forget to do is um, ask, have people uh, shout out their social medias. So do you want to start, Travis? Yeah, man. Uh, Instagram, Travman93. Uh, Twitter, the real Lear, which is the. I'll have to write that down to follow you because I'm not following you on that. Yeah, the R E E L L E E R. Little palindrome for you. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and John, uh, yeah, it's your ten Instagram handles. I know, right? <laughs> this dude, man, man, I, I got ten. I got ten messages, and it's all from the same guy. <laughs> ten accounts. <laughs> Don't worry, uh, I live in a glass house. <laughs> I'll stick to the home one. Uh, let's go, J Rock eighty one U. That's my Instagram, and then my Twitter. Uh, fairly easy i'm so sorry folks i should have i should have all these memorized but i don't believe it or not i don't just because i don't really go much on my um much on my in or twitter but if you're going to try to find me it's under sergeant ugaldi and it's uh, sgt period u-g-a-l-d-e um or it's at ugaldi jd and that's juliet delta and then my Facebook. Um, the only way you're really going to truly be able to find me is it's under John J. 
or I'm so sorry, John Un. So, uniform November. Okay. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Dylan Times, D Y L A N T Y M E S. Uh, TikTok, Snapchat. Uh, I spelt it the other way it's normally spelt. D I L O N T I M E S. I'm on Tinder. I'm on Hinge. I'm on Bumble. Oh, wow. Oh, God damn, damn man. Dude. I'm on Black People yeah. Meet. I'm on JDate. I'm on Farmers Only. No. Hit me up what, on what the hell? <laughs> Hit me up on Amish People Meet. Hit me up on Grinder. <laughs> Hit me up on Plenty of Fish. Hit me up wherever you want, man. Okay. Trapman 93. Well, MySpace. Let's go. Uh, if you want, if you got a Zanga account, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, you know, man, I got you. MySpace. Oh, oh, I think, I think I got an AOL account. You got MSN wherever, bro. Yeah, you got MSN though. Okay, okay. All right, let's put a beautiful little bow on this episode number twenty-four. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, absolutely, Kobe. Kobe.